Hello. How are you on this lovely Tuesday evening, Bachelorette's Tuesday? I am reeling from the episode we just watched, and this uh, episode was 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 well. First of all, it felt like normal in the fact that well, except for we only had one group date and one one on one. Even though I the what that. The date structure of this episode was confusing because it was like they had a group date, but they announced at the beginning that it was going to be like a competition for a one-on-one. And then the rest of the dudes who didn't get the one-on-one were like the group date later. It was... I feel like this is their way of making up for like lost time. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. And... Because it was very, very strange. I did not... I wasn't a fan. And, and 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 it was interesting because even the like so yeah I mean I guess we'll start right with where because it really does jump us right into uh, well I guess they start the they first start off talking they start dripping in the like Noah storyline um, and Noah and Chasen are like lounging on this thing and talking about the other guys and Noah says something I don't know if you heard him say this. But I wrote it down because he said it again later and I, 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 I couldn't help it. And I know they were including this specifically because Bennett kept making jokes about like him being young. But anyway, he calls the other men a bunch of weens. Yeah, he calls them weenies. <laughs> no, uh, And I'm like – He says weens first, like short. Oh, no, 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 yeah. And then later – yeah, later in the episode says weenies. Weenies. <laughs> really strange so yeah and then obviously we have ben just like being emo about not talking to tasha which like whatever he'll whatever um i figured that was going to be wrapped up they just had to include that (laughs) which i can't wait for us to get there because that like 10 minutes of the episode was actually my entire my favorite i because what was happening on the other side yeah i can't cannot wait uh yeah yeah. but anyway yeah this is so yeah this is when chris comes up and announces he doesn't have a day card he announces and just says all of the men's names that are going to do this which are blake ivan zach bennett kenny damar and riley but he's like yeah you're gonna write a love song for tasha and the winner gets a one-on-one with her and i'm like Wait, is this a group? Right, date? like yeah. The weird announcement of it was almost like they were already on the date, and he was letting them know like how the date was going to go now that they were there, as opposed to just announcing the date and then. Like, I, I feel like it like took six hours out of their day. Yeah, even though I mean, like they all technically are already on the date, and the fact that they're all on the La Quinta property and never going right. anywhere else. <laughs> You're literally on a honeymoon already. Surprise. Yeah, but anyway, so then this is then the men start fumbling over writing these, you know, dumb shit. And they always cut they always like do this. I think that they do this to the men more so to than to the women. Uh because it's like I don't think they like they embarrass the women, but they embarrass them more by like making them do like dance routines or like something that seems more like cheerleading where the men get to do something like, oh, isn't it embarrassing to like write about your feelings? (laughs) Right. Like like us us men being sensitive and writing music. Yeah. I mean, because they're essentially it's essentially writing poetry 
but not. Like, you know, it's just writing poetry, but with, like, I guess, rhythm. Well, yeah. Which I mean, essentially, that's had. exactly what Ivan did. Ivan just wrote a poem. Which nailed it that he won, you know? Like, he got the date. Because, um, yeah, all the other men just, like, said some dumb shit. Uh, Zach was kind of funny when he was like, you make my heart, you're, you want a man to make your heart sing, and I'm going to end that with the ring or whatever the fuck. I was like, okay, cute. That was a, that was a A for effort. You could almost like see the point in his song though when he went from being too nervous to being like, oh, I should just have fun with this. And yeah. then when he started to have fun, you're like, you should have been doing that the whole time. Yep. I think that all of the men needed to do that. I think they were like the ones that were trying to have fun with it did a good job. But I also think, again, she liked that serious one because Ivan – because both Ivan and um, Damar were both super serious in their little song moments. They were both very much poetic. They they kind of read more like slam poetry or something, like spoken word. Right. I wrote beat poet for both of them. Yeah. Um, and, and I, but I liked, uh, Damar. I wrote down a lot more of what Damar said because Ivan was cute other, and like Ivan just brought her up to stand next to him. And I think that's why he won other than his being very sweet. Like, um, but otherwise, yeah, like Ivan was the most thoughtful, but like Damar actually completed the challenge. Like my note is like, he wrote a whole ass song. Yep. Like there were, there were chord progressions and there like were, rhyming scheme we were, we complexities had, yeah, had, like puns in there we called her a mocha latte it was kind of we cute. finally found the man that's been to a creative writing class because that's all i was thinking was like these men are so bland and like you yep. finally got it with damar and not only that a man that's watched the show and knew already that she was with JPJ, John Paul Jones. He literally mentions that he's um, a grown man, no JPJ, and I'm dead because think about it. So there are two there there are two things here that have potentially happened, or I guess maybe like three. But so remember when Tasha first walked in, and they were all the men were making a big deal about this being a clean slate, and that they don't know who Tasha is. Well, this is where it's like, okay, so did Damar actually watch, just happen to have watched that season and knew that she was with JPJ? Or did producers, like, tell him these things? Or third option, did they know about Taisha being the Bachelorette prior to, like, during the quarantine? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's entirely possible that Right, because, like, all of these men want to maintain, like, I don't know the show. Like, someone nominated yeah, yeah. me. Like, none of these men want to say that, like, they applied. What are the odds that Damar actually did apply in hopes that it would be Tasha? Honestly, it, maybe DeMar not, like, ideally Tasha, but – he does not put it past me to be that kind of guy to like watch it some like watch the show sometimes with his girlfriends and then like accidentally get a little too into it. Like it's actually like of of and of all of the like Bachelor franchise shows, Bachelor in Paradise is the easiest one to get a men into because it's more chaotic and kind of more traditional like what you can show to dating shows like i've got i've been able to get men to watch bachelor paradise before like my friends oh yeah it's because it's a shit show right and i'm literally like yeah it's all a bunch of the the fucking idiots and they go fuck each other on this beach in (laughs) mexico and they're like wow what the hell and i'm like yeah everyone's just drunk and sweaty the whole time um 
And, but yeah, so I think it's very possible that DeMar could have seen the show. Like that really doesn't surprise me because also I wanted to bring it up and I can't remember if you, or if I showed this to you, I don't know if I did, or if you sent it to me, someone sent it to me, but it was a TikTok of DeMar. Uh, wait, no, it was on, it was on, um, the game of roses story or something i was gonna say it definitely wasn't me but i'm curious yeah but it was a tiktok of damar and it was him like making jokes about the men trying to talk to taisha and like joking as like kind of doing little different things as them i I don't i'm poorly explaining it but he's literally like making jokes about the show and so i i think he is I think Damar is a little bit of a sleeper social media uh, contestant, you feel, like very – Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I concur completely. And also it just like makes me happy because whenever uh, whenever the show started, I remember just being like, ugh, Damar is sexy. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure that both of us said that he was – He's if not the best looking, definitely one of them. He's so good looking. He's so nice generally. He looks like he just has a – like a good attitude dude the charm and of course you know he's you know his his good wordplay with that with that stuff but anyway he does not get that rose uh or not that rose i guess the not the rose or whatever the fuck but he doesn't get the date ivan gets the date which ends up being the best thing ever did you hear Tasha say congratulations oh no (laughs) after she like awards (laughs) ivan the date she gives him a hug and she tells him like congratulations like while she's hugging him and I uh, I kind of love it because I love the idea of like spending time with me is a fucking prize like I congratulations also love that that could be a potential uh a potential nod to congratulations I didn't pick this winner the producers did <laughs> right that's that's like kind of what I thought about it like. On, on the one hand, I love it because, like, strong woman, like, hell yeah, like, I'm worth something. Like, you know what I mean? But in the other hand, like, it's talked about on Gore and, like, you and I have talked about it off of the podcast before. But, like, th- this is most definitely a game. And, like, it's now cl- – it's becoming more and more clear every single episode, every single season that the producers are aware of the fact that we view it as a game. And, like, they're yeah. not even trying to hide it anymore. There were multiple references this specific episode of that exact thing. Yeah, I, I knew you would notice. I knew you would have noticed. Because um, same. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that um, – and Damar uh, mentions – actually, Damar is the first one to mention it. He says about Ivan, you know, that was the move. That was the good move, picking her, taking her up and, you know, bringing her up. And I think that's what got it – that did it for him. He's literally calling out that specific move that Ivan did, knowing that that's what got him to win. Obviously, he knows that – he you know that ivan wrote something good too but comparatively like damar and ivan wrote equal things damar was a little lighthearted more lighthearted and ivan was a little more serious but like ivan just had that extra touch of like oh i'm gonna bring you up to stand next to me right like it goes beyond oh i should be treating this woman like i care about her and like i should be wanting to give her a special moment like instead it was it was a play yeah and um but yeah so i i thought i was like yep damar mentioned that and he was but he was like and he was generally bummed but he was also like very cordial like he didn't use that as a way to be like oh i'm gonna have to keep my eye on ivan now you know like somehow met like when they kind of when they put pit them against each other like that they kind of want to stoke that but damar did not take the bait 
Yeah, I'm obsessed with Damar. I'm, He's got I'm it for me right now. With him too. He's a personal favorite after this episode. Yep, yep. Um, but anyway, then we hit the commercial and then come back and Noah and Brendan are back talking about Ivan and talking about him being shy and quiet and like are like, uh, maybe he won't do well if he doesn't open up, blah, blah, blah. But it turns the fuck out that he sure as hell does open up. Woo! <laughs> Um, he does exactly what he needs to do. His timing couldn't have been more perfect. He, She was exactly where he wanted her. Yeah, honestly, like, this was, this, like, was, I think this is my, like, top moment. Of, I mean, obviously, it's my top moment of the episode for, like, so many reasons, but specifically because I do believe Ivan was prepared for this. Like, his, because, okay, let's. The, the first part of the date, their little date thing is them at their at Tasha's villa, which is the same as Claire's, lol. Um, I made a note of that too. I was like, oh, so when did, like, how just, soon after did they sanitize? Like, when did they on, move for him? Scooted her on in there. Um, but then they, like, play the floor as lava. It's kind of cute. They, like, have a dumb pillow fight with a broken pillow on purpose to throw I hate that. I wrote that it everywhere. was literally just a sack of feathers. It I was hated that. awful. Um, especially because it's like, what the fuck? Feathers everywhere in my hair, in my clothes, just like in my mouth. Like feathers just – like why is it that feathers always end up in your mouth? Like never – you never – you know what I mean? Never want it there, but it always shows up. I've also – I've had like down pillows before and I've not once ever had a pillow fight or like even – I don't explode like that. That's just you know that shit was cut open and yeah. I texted you while this was happening. It's not relevant, so we don't need to talk about it, but like that whole thing was so insanely staged yeah, that I just couldn't handle it. The phone, yeah, the the back the phone and forth. call oh, to the room service the room that's not there. Met the giant room service menu. That's not what room service menus look like. Like they the the room service said it didn't show up and it was only a massive like salad bowl of ice cream. All of the food, like Tasha, I think Tasha eats like very specifically. Like there has been like all of the reference, the references they made mentioned at the breakfast thing, and like like turkey bacon and avocado. Like I think Tasha is one of those like Virgo uh, diet bitches who you know is just like all up into the new thing and like only eats her certain stuff. I don't know. So it just gives me her. Yeah, Shannon. Remember she said that she's in the beauty and lifestyles. Yeah, of course. He's got to get that body fit. (laughs) Um, but yeah. So this is okay. So anyway, they kind of. And they mentioned being like mixed um, while eating this big ice cream sundae in the salad bowl. Um, and then there she's like, I want to go deeper because it only feels like she's scratching the surface. And then, oh boy. Yeah, whatever. Um, commercial. But then all the men are like, I wonder how Ivan's doing. And we get the next day card announcement, blah, blah. Who fucking cares? I don't want to talk about this because they're just like, oh, this is, I guess Noah mentions that he's like being all snarky about like wishing he was on a group date. And but it's like, uh, you were technically already it's, on one. Yeah. Cause it's well, also all of the same shit that they've already said. Like in yeah. theory, so was Bennett. Like it, it's yeah. a pushover from the last episode. So. It's just, it's just like, again, stoking the Bennett Noah drama, but right. Back to Ivan and Tasha, best moment of the episode, possibly one of the best moments in Bachelor franchise history. I know it's like fucking bare minimum spoon fed to me, but I don't care. This is next level shit that went down here. Like, <laughs> we're happy to see it. 
Oh God, I love I'm it! So yeah. happy to see and they, it, and they ease into it. You know, like they start talking about like their families, um, because she's trying to open, get him to open up more. And he, they talk about he talks about how his dad is old, um, and is seventy three, and how he was having had him when he was in, like his late forties. Which, yeah, shit. Um, it's funny because my mom is actually like was was not really anymore, but was seeing a guy who has a daughter who, and he was also like that, like late forties. Or no, 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 like in his 50s, he's uh has this kid. It's like weird thinking about this. But anyway, um anyway, then he makes yeah, he makes the joke about how his dad could be Tasha's dad's dad because <laughs> of the age, which interesting choice. But anyway, we keep talking about the family leading into talking to them about them being like old. Oh, both of them are the eldest siblings, and she asks, like, you know what's it like and he kind of starts this is where it goes starts going he starts talking about his younger brother who is 26 or something i think and it's uh and they uh do the he starts talking about how he gets into drugs and drinking and all that and i'm like okay buddy we know (laughs) um but he says he got some girl pregnant right before he got locked up went to prison he got starts getting super teary-eyed and is like talking about how he wants like he hates seeing his niece like talking to his dad uh her dad his brother through like glass at the at prison like he talk he starts talking about how like it's it it's next level because it starts tame about like my brother's in prison and it's hard. The family's separated, that kind of thing. And Tasha's like, oh, yeah. But then he's like, yeah. And the George Floyd murder really hit me hard. And I shit you not, Jess, I screamed and was like slapping Olivia's legs. I was like, oh, my God. He's mentioning George fucking Floyd like by name name like I, it really was like the last thing that i would have expected it from was not yeah right this episode same because they didn't even like preview any kind of heavy conversation yeah. like i know that we don't see everything in the previews but like this really was like not swept under not the rug by any means but like it was not Ivan conversation the only thing they, they previewed was that um mentioning that when they said we're both mixed and this is a beautiful love story which he says right. at the very end of this conversation so it's like but yeah they didn't it's it's wild to me how much content we got in this black lives matter discussion we had george floyd's name mentioned multiple times but as you said in text a very important omission I would have also liked to hear Brianna Taylor's mm. name. For real. Maybe like- some other names. Yeah, a couple names. Um, but I feel like I feel like I get it, you know. Ivan probably in his mind. And I mean, we are two white women talking about this, so huh, it's a grain of salt. Well, I also told you, like, I'm sure that other names were mentioned. Like, yeah. I, I know yeah. that ABC definitely had to edit for time purposes. We know that that must have been a deeper com- and like more in depth yeah. conversation than we got. And I feel like but I would have loved for ABC to include more. Yeah, and I feel like too, like especially in a situation like The Bachelor, and like I said earlier on, like I'm pretty sure Ivan was ready with this and not ready just with his like, you know, his backstory of sad brother problems, but he was ready to straight up 
make it about police brutality. He was not shying away. He literally, it was like, and that's why I feel You can tell like, he got more amped when he got there. You can yeah. tell that he had like more gusto behind his words when he started speaking about it yeah. very specifically. And I feel like he, um, like he was having that gusto and he like rolled into it so quickly because I think he specifically wanted to make sure they couldn't edit it out. You know, that they, 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 they had to find a way to at least include a little bit of it. They definitely were way more generous and included, like they cut to commercial halfway between this and gave it more screen time after the commercial. Like this was, a Oh, ABC song. shocked me. This is not what I expect from it ABC. It was amazing. Like we got Ivan, straight up like okay let me just let's just yeah we'll go down we'll, we'll go down my list of, of, of in order okay so he says he cherishes his seeing his brother and his niece together now but that the george floyd um na- mentioned the george floyd issue brought up a lot of it of, of of complicated feelings for him uh he go he then he says he mentions directly how the cops beat up his brother and said that he wanted to ask well, Gabe mentions his brother's name. Well, Gabe, what did you do? But then he checks himself and he goes, but then I also realize, like my asking that, like it shouldn't matter. Like cops should not, like cops should not be having to do that. Like on their job, he's like, it is his <laughs> next level. Um, and then he also mentioned, he mentions COVID. He says that this year has changed him. Um, then it's like, he, he does not fucking hold back. Like, at all i am shook it was amazing it was honestly like and like i said to you like i wish i would have had more but like the fact that we got it at all the fact that that conversation not only happened between them but that abc showed that much of it yep i'm shocked and impressed i mean i don't want to say impressed because like you said like very bare minimum like it's and and this is like what i said to you in the text like it feels spoon-fed to us and I wish that it wasn't – we weren't even in a position to be spoon-fed. Like yeah. d- diversity should just be like fucking standard across the board and they shouldn't need to overcorrect so aggressively. Yeah. But I'm glad that they're making some kind of an attempt because that's definitely better than nothing. Yep. And I think that, you know, they've – that this the show has in the past like – or really I, I, I even think it's kind of ABC as a whole – and but for sure the bachelor franchise but potentially like specifically abc because they have used the show to kind of speak out on poignant current event social topics before we saw it with Kaylin and Colton and her sexual assault story. We saw it with Demi and being bi uh, on Bachelor in Paradise. We saw also Demi's mom being in jail. Yeah. Oh shit, you're right. And the and there was that converse. Oh my god. And there was a whole emotional conversation about her mom, like on the phone after her mom was released. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I'm so. I remember that moment being like the producers were priming her for a hometown, but she just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't going to happen for her. Yeah. Um, but and then they had it. I mean, even uh, I was gonna say one other thing. Oh fuck, uh, Demi hometown. Black, uh, da, da, da. Oh well, I guess um, Rachel Lindsay being the black first black lead. They were they were mentioning that at the time because at the time that was all like the racial stuff was coming up a lot more back in I think it was uh twenty twenty. 
16, 17? Yeah. 18, whatever. 16. Somewhere around there. Because remember um, they said, oh no, oh, it must have been 2017 she, because she was aired, on the date yeah, with Nick. When she found out about the election. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but now, yeah, so this, I think, anyway, so they've used this, this they have used the show plenty of times to be like, yes, here we are saying we believe this thing. Even or even like Corinne and um, DeMario uh, and the issue on their Bachelor in Paradise season with the drinking and the sex in the pool, like, and the sexual assault conversation there. It, or really not even sexual assault, more of consent conversation that they had. But, um, right. but anyway, so I, I'm, so yes, I, I, I definitely think they could have, uh, that this should have just been this should just have been talking about more open already, but I'm glad that they included it, and I'm glad that it was. I'm, I'm also really fucking glad it was Ivan and Tasha talking about it, or because if it was Tasha talking about it to a white man, I would have been bothered, you know, like way more upset, like it would have been way more annoyed about. I would have been way more pissed at ABC, like. Because I know that that, ha- that conversation That would have been expletive. Right? Or, um, that would have been way worse. Is. Right. Exactly. Because that would have made it about Tasha educating or or either Tasha educating a white man about it or at least using that as her tra- trauma card to a white guy. Or the white guy being like, oh, like, you like know, the white black savior black complex. Matter. Like, I really, you know, yeah. So – that, like a gross display of white guilt on TV is yes, not what we need. No, we get enough. We get enough. <laughs> and I actually feel like that does. I've, I just. I feel. I definitely had that revelation as I was saying that. So I'm glad that that happened. That it was two black people. That it was two people who. To that it was someone who has direct involvement with police brutality, family member, and then Tasha. Who so because this is where I said we got commercial after Ivan talks, and then Tasha starts. So. Initially, I thought she wasn't going to react. Like, her first reaction seemed almost like she was not really ready to talk about it and not in a way of, like, it was triggering. But, I mean, I guess she – yes, but it just seems like she wasn't as, like, gusto about it. She probably wasn't expecting it. Like, you have to – you, you mean you think about the fact that Ivan definitely – like the producers knew that Ivan had this story to tell. You know that the producers – like knowing what we know about the show and how it operates, we know that that conversation was prompted by producers at one point or another. And he was given the green light to have that conversation on that night. So like everyone around Tasha knew that that thing was happening. And she probably was expecting more of like the the floor is lava. <laughs> yeah. Let's get deep, but like let's have fun. And, and this yeah. is a, an incredibly heavy topic that I highly doubt she was expecting to talk about. Yeah. And I'm glad too because I was glad too to be proven wrong because at first I was like – because I literally – I think I wrote in my notes. I was like she doesn't seem as amped to talk about this. Um, but then I was like maybe she's just – like collecting herself and then yeah we get yeah, like letting it settle yeah we get to a commercial and we come back and she cries to him uh and then this is where she she fucking goes in she says uh because he asks he asks her what's oh wait this is what the one thing that was confusing to me she goes i don't know why this affects me so much as she's crying and i was literally screaming i'm like girl it's because you're black like what do you mean why is this why are you confused this is affecting you right now like we it's okay like i think and then this is where again we cut the commercial and she she kind of goes through and says being in orange county surrounded by people who don't look like me she's always tried too hard to blend in 
Um, and this is where I was like, yep, there it is. Like I figured because that was my, my thought is so I was like, why? Like, of course it's affecting you. You're black, but also, yeah, girl, she's grown up in fucking Orange County. Like God, but this is, yeah, this is when I noted that they are giving this conversation so much screen time. Like we got a lot of time on this. Um, that, and Ivan then goes on to say that he's like really shocked and happy to see everybody coming together like this in the United States that, um, and then this is where they kind of start lighting up and being like, oh, we both have black dads and a beautiful love story unfolding. Uh, and then they make out like hardcore, like that's a <laughs> trauma bond make out if I've ever seen one. <laughs> right. Like they're like listing all the things that they have in common and they have this massively deep conversation and it's like, you just, I, after playing yeah, floor I get lava. <laughs> I get it. God. been there yeah but anyway then they go back and like watch the slideshow of Tasha, like as a kid uh as the She's pathetic, a cute fucking kid adorable um but that's like over yeah over conversation over like a uh, the voiceover of her being like i can't believe how this date got so deep and yeah wow that was that and ivan gets a rose of course he gets that rose god how could jesus there's no way that that was not I can't imagine a world in which Taser, even if like the rest of the night went horribly or if she wasn't into him or whatever, I can't imagine like after the night that they had her not giving him a rose, yeah. even if she wasn't. Sure I think him. he's after that conversation, as long as he, you know, keeps up positive interactions with her, he is solid. I honestly, this conversation and the way that they vibed together even before the date like i mean not before the date, even well, before the, the thing, conversation though. they were vibing pretty well and seemed to be getting along super nicely especially as far as you can in these date circumstances you know having to just dick around in her uh, villa well you think about the fact that the guys when we get um who was it noah and brendan no okay who was it Are yeah i think cool? it was noah and brendan talking about ivan no and brendan talking about ivan and like they're like oh well the king needs to be more confident he's got to come out yeah. of the shell and like especially like he the, can be not social yeah. with like guy with a bunch of people around but like he is like vulnerable well, and bold and like all the shit and you get that vibe from ivan and especially a bunch of people he knows can probably use shit that he says against him if it comes down to it you know like i think that ivan and and i think that you know I think if anything, Ivan seems like the kind of guy who lays low in the men interactions. So he's not included in as much screen time, such as like Bennett and Noah and Ed, who are always shit talking with the other dudes, you know? I think I like see myself in Ivan because that's how like in large groups of people, I'm very like, I like to observe. I'm more of an observer, but like that does not mean that I don't have personality. It just yeah. means that I'm like, I'm selective. <laughs> exactly. Like it's just, it's just a more. And that's uh, what I get from Ivan time. though. Yeah. And I just think the guys don't know him as well as they think that they do. Yep. He is really sweet and I'm very into Ivan. And I was very into Ivan and I was into Ivan before this date and this conversation, but I am now even more into him because I just, yeah, I will always appreciate someone who uses that, like who, who can both be like personal tragedy, but also broader social influence. Like that just, like he will, in my opinion, like Ivan will be immortalized in Bachelor history because of this conversation. 
just like Kaylin was, just like Demi was, just like, you know, also because they continued, they just glaze over it, you know, like the bachelor's done. Like, we, okay, right, we talked about true. it once and it's done, you know, so and I'm not talking about it again. I think that's what it is. I think that I'm nervous that like that's what ABC is yeah. doing here where they're like, okay, like let's overcorrect so we can just like get it out of the way. Right. I also and I don't like that because we know that it was so authentic and coming from such a genuine place that it seems like classic ABC to like yeah. do some shit like that. Well, either way, we have another social moment. And <laughs> if anything, the, the best, <laughs> the funniest part was so um, – Olivia has a pretty uh, Trumpy sister, and uh, and the sister and her her sister's fiance or this uh, the the her fiance uh, have they watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and I have talked to them about it before as kind of my like one little bridge the gap, and Olivia was like, I wonder if they uh, kept watching because the fiance is a cop. <laughs> so literally like that's i think another reason i was relishing this conversation so much is that i know so many personally i personally know so many conservative people my mother included that i know are watching this show and they had to sit and listen to that oh god it was it's just mwah, mwah, mwah. chef's fucking kiss out here you feel oh like, i feel you have to they mm. And I and and they're not gonna. You you and I both know very well that they're not gonna turn that show off. They're not gonna like even if they're turned off today immediately right now. They're gonna want to keep watching. This show doesn't just you don't just relinquish this show that easily. It has uh, that devil's grip on you and. No matter what, because I have seen enough, I have seen so much shit on this show that I don't like and I don't agree with. <laughs> and I still can't get enough of it. So, mm. you know, other other people are bound to feel the same. I know. Exactly. We're all deep in this fucking pit together. We're all complicit. So it's time for them to be complicit too. a other side. I mean, them being the other side. Ugh, but anyway, enough of that, because we got some more shit to talk about. Let's do it. We got more weird shit to eat. Jess, how did you feel about all that stuff that everyone got to eat and drink? God, it's been a really weird, weird assortment of dates at La Quinta. (laughs) I just, I find it so interesting that we've gone all these seasons and they've had these spreads and we've never seen people eat on dates. And then all of a sudden they like are throwing eating into basically everything. Every date. Um, and, <laughs> and, we, and we've had – we have had – the spicy pepper has been that's – a, that's a common uh, date move. But usually it's on a group date where one person has to do it and they kind of like – do it as the like, okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll be the man. I'll be the whatever. I'll be the bad bitch. Like I think Hannah Brown ate a spicy pepper or ate something weird. She was, she did a, she did a weird eat thing on her date with Colton. I remember. I think it was like a bug or something. Yeah. It was something gross. Very fear factor esque, which is what this date felt like, which was, I just, I have, I, it's so interesting. Cause like, I know what, what they're doing. Like they, the point is to make them gag and stuff like that. Yep. Like, while I'm watching them do it, well, okay, so 
We're talking about the scavenger hunt, right? Yep. The we the, our our fear factor dare truth or dare not truth or dare, dare dare. Well, so first and foremost, we get Becca and Sydney. Yes, <laughs> they are there. <laughs> Which uh, Sydney does nothing for me, um, but Becca. Becca was like glowing in her post Garrett MAGA Trumpy ex breakup fiance moment. Like I was living for Becca. Um, she even threw in her little uh, catchphrase reference to do the damn dare. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so they kind of just like sit with Tasha on some random hill. While they yell with megaphones yeah. at men running around these dates. Like, the Tectatia's not even standing down there. Why didn't they get to walk around with them? Is, is it maybe that they want to keep Becca and Sydney, like, distanced from the men, maybe? No, because like, if they were standing that close to Tasha, they know yeah, that Tasha has all of their all germs. Like, it, yeah. once they're there, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, and they didn't have masks, so whatever. Um, but they – so there's uh, Riley – there's like a station of gross things to drink, which is just like fucking some most of it is like well, so it's like Riley and Zach pick up one that is basically like apple and greens and like all that shit. But then the only weird thing is like, like cow intestine and scorpion, yeah. which like which isn't that weird. Yeah. A lot of this was just giving me like fear factor dressed up with like okay we'll give it to you so you don't gag as much they got it blended up in a smoothie like if you're gonna yeah. eat something gross how fucking palatable do you get it like yeah. come on it was come it was on. naughty and it wasn't even they weren't even like ugly colors it was like red and yellow right. like that's it, it wasn't I didn't, like a I weird made murky, a note that, gray brown color like exactly. that looks disgusting to it's, make them physically want to die yeah no, shit. I literally said like when I made the note because they had to go back, right? Like yeah, each so guy many did, every man, did yeah, one. They all chugged their weird thing. If I was the second person in the pair, right? Because you saw that like out of uh, who was it? Yeah, it Riley was, and Zach. Yeah, whatever. When it was Zach's turn to drink the smoothie, and I saw what Riley went through, I wouldn't even look at the circle. Yeah, no way. I would just. Pick I wouldn't one give up a fuck. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't even look. It looks fine. I. It had like they probably made fake them, names made on it. Like it said, like the ruby red or like the whatever. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't care. I would have – once it's drank, it's drank. Yeah, so if they also, didn't like, get the shot, they didn't get the shot. My brain too like associates liquids with one color. I'm like, okay, great. Red fruit punch. Great. Chug, chug, chug. Like fuck it. Exactly. You know, like – Exactly. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Plus like – yeah. So with scorpion, you know what? That's not changing the flavor of a smoothie. Cow intestine. Oh God, it's one, basically tripe. Uh, like shut up. Yeah, literally, I was going to say the one with – the <laughs> one. <up>. With- <laughs> Oh my god, we're such fucking chefs. I th- I thought the same thing. The one with crickets. What was it? It was crickets. Um, and something else that I was like, oh, this is literally like these are all edible bugs, like that people in many countries eat all the time. <laughs> there are places where. What, oh my god. Okay. And it was wait, mixed time up out, with like beet out, juice. Beets are like cover up every flavor. The most pungent thing ever. Like <laughs> I, when I there's okay 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 okay. <laughs> I just love how much food is involved. You and I are just I like just I can't. care about this so much. Like I, I do not appreciate, especially if it's something that people eat. Like there are people somewhere that eat it and enjoy right? it. They're not being forced to eat it for anyone. If it is not to your taste, it is not to your taste. But to like actively sit there and say that something like this is fucking disgusting. Like it to you, right? To you. And so also, just like, most of the men, mind your manners. <laughs> most of the men really weren't that 
like didn't seem that disgusted while drinking it right, other than exactly speaking out disgust so with parts of me really do believe the producers are like okay speak up how gross it is that you're drinking like a bug ten thousand percent yeah ten thousand percent absolutely and they're Riley, just dramatic but yeah, like really definitely wasn't great at like that chug moment and i think he kind of psyched himself out uh with the end but he did a good job they all did you it you can't but- stop yeah, literally. it's like when you're taking a shot and you do like a little sip. Like, come on, yeah. you just have to commit. You need Ugh, to commit. If only I had a straw. I would have sucked that shit down so fast. But whatever. Enough of that. Uh, all the men drank gross <laughs> shit at some point, and it was all gross most of the time. Uh, you just gotta remember to breathe through your nose. If you yeah. just breathe through your nose, it'll 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 go down and you'll be fine. Yep. So uh, there is one dare where they had to run, where De- Bennett and Demar had to go run and get Chris Harrison to autograph his ass. Uh, or where the sun don't shine is what it said, but you know, the ass. And they run up to Chris sitting in his dumbass villa. It's so funny how much they're throwing Chris in these shows, knowing that they have to have him quarantined. He's a legitimate character. Like, he is a character. He is quarantined on deck. He is not doing anything else. They are not, he's not busy filming anything else other than doing this. So they were like, all right, we are going to have to put him in. Um, I just love that they like made it look like they were running up on him. You knew yeah. he knew they were coming. Of course. Like, <laughs> of course he knew. But like, he's just like unsuspecting, out. just drinking his Cleco and eating his crab. Like whatever. I loved it. It was I, so funny. I also loved that they it was specifically Cleco. Like they were not fucking around with that. Oh, that was that was a very clear mm-hmm. brand deal. That was a oh, clear yeah. label shot. Oh, Come on. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, so fucking, all right. Um, yeah, they Demar they, has to awkwardly ask him and it's the greatest thing ever because, because you know, it's like obviously staged and planned out. It just makes it, it's a sketch. Right. And also like. They literally put a sketch in there. That for sure. So my, my other friend that I was like texting while watching this mentions that, uh, shout out to Val. She literally was like, you know, that wasn't Chris Harrison's hand. Like, it was, like, not oh, even – they didn't even show it, like, his face signing it. They didn't show him be- – it was just a zoom in, and it didn't even look like his ass. It looked like his, like, upper thigh. Like, it yeah, was, it was like a cop-out, all of that. It was clear that they were going, like, from underneath the shorts instead of, like, yeah, above like, the top on, of the man. shorts, Move. which I kind of do appreciate, though. Fucking given the fact that everyone called for, like, their the issues with them stripping on the dodgeball day, I'm kind of happy that ABC was, like, but also, the note. Why can't we moon Chris Harrison? Like, come on. Chris Harrison would never have it. I know. Oh. He would never. He was too – he's – never have yeah uh anyway so we are now at the vagmon's moaning skit i hate this uh, i hate if that ever, if anybody this. listening has ever had vagina monologues or been around a vagina monologues performance you know what i'm talking about the skit where they all just moan uh this is it the men had to moan into a microphone to span across all of the la quinta Or at least across the way to where the men are, I'm sure, 20 feet away. (laughs) Well, okay. So maybe I misunderstood because – please correct me if I'm wrong because that will completely change how I viewed this date or this, like, challenge or whatever. Was the goal to, like, have phone sex or to simulate an orgasm? I have no clue. I, fi- I I I missed. I don't think they did. They explain it. I feel if they did, I, I missed it. I think that they like briefly read the little card, but I'm pretty sure that they were supposed to make like their best. So I thought they were supposed to do their best like fake orgasm or like like Im- do an impression of their orgasm. 
sound. And I mean, that's essentially what happened. So even if it was, no, like, you, I'm, no. or did it? They, well, that's like what bothered me about it because in my mind, like think about it, they didn't say. Yeah. Like, I, in my mind, it like wasn't a whole sexual experience. It was no. just it was them the making end. extremely loud noises into a microphone to embarrass themselves because that's what the producers told them to do. See, I the, I guess, but like the way that I understood it was that it was like a very simple task, and they were trying to like one, they were trying to like big dick each other, I and I'm sure that they, they were being goaded. Yeah, but like none of them just did the challenge. Like they all did far, far, far too much. Yeah, my favorite though was when all the other men were commenting on laughing on hearing the moans. That was great. Uh, well, either way, what's next? Uh, Bennett drinks that gross thing. Tasha says that Bennett shocks her every time he does something. <laughs> I kind of agree, though. I mean, same. Um, because honestly, Bennett for being a bougie bitch is down for down to clown. He's down for anything. Well, I, like, can't really understand him because, like, I, we'll get there. We'll get there when they have their one-on-one yeah. time. I have um, feelings about who Bennett becomes. Uh, and then Becca says she would not take any of them to the fantasy suite after hearing them moan in the phone. But this is when we finally get the last date, and now everybody is grouped together again, and Tasha's there, and they all have to propose to her or fake propose to her after they eat a habanero. Oh, it was so really funny though. Kenny was like about to hurl, and I loved when Becca like hugged Tasha. Was like, "I'll protect you from the vomit." Right, and then a bucket just appears. We've got a bucket. Yep, we got the vomit bucket just in case. But we did not see I any men that. vomit. Thank goodness. Um, they all took it like a champ, but they kind of were teary or like choking and like uh, 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 like like really not pleased. But they were all being. Generally sweet with their like fake proposals. Bennett was like all over it. Um, and it, uh, he says it wasn't just the habaneros that got him emotional. Um, but then there was like no winner and they just like ended the date. So, or at least the day outfit or the day, the day portion of the date. Yeah. Cause they had to do their truths during the end of the night oh is that what that was i guess i missed that part but that makes it was very ambiguously worded but it was like the they did the dare part and then they had to we wrote some truths for you guys later like back at the uh right of course whatever well i mean i guess she does i guess i noticed one like question that tasha ended up asking that was very like a truth or dare vibe like what was your ex, what was your ex warn you me about about you when she said that to someone well we also find out that bennett like like she said that to blake oh yeah found out bennett was engaged uh that oh, was- and this is when i kind of get the feeling that bennett might actually i love him very much and i don't mean this as like an insult but i think that bennett might be a sociopath in some way this- conversation i need you to know that this conversation um really screamed cancer man to me because this is something that i have seen in cancer men constantly and then this entire episode made me like just screamed insecure bennett yeah and this is this is a man so so all right so my 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 general theory with most cancer men, and I say most because not all, there are exceptions to the rule, um, but a lot of cancer men like Bennett and like my brother, <laughs> a lot of cancer men are very emotional, obviously, but not allowed to be emotional because patriarchy. And so 
what ends up happening is they tend to have one very big like love of their life early on, you know, like and Bennett kind of mentioned he's like, I haven't felt this way since I was 18 uh, about Tasha. You know, he says that about Tasha. Uh, but he, I'm assuming the 18 moment was not his engagement. And so anyway, back to cancer men generally have this nice big love and then it ends in heartbreak. So I'm assuming that 18, whatever he felt at 18 ended up with him vaguely heartbroken. Well, I bet that that was when he like started, like that was when the buildup of whoever he was engaged to. Yes. And so... Then the heart breaks and then he's with someone else and then he's not into it. And my guess is that he cheated. That's my guess. And he did not want to say it because he did not want to say he said it was he said he was getting real nervous. It's tough to talk about. And they gave a really vague excuse about, oh, uh, you know, you just watch parents don't work out and it just wasn't right. It just wasn't right. So, so- most and can and, I tell and, you something? Uh huh. God. So I dated a guy who his parents were going through a divorce, and that kind of like rocked him. Uh huh. And his response was to cheat on me because, like, in his mind, like if if their relationship was never going to work, like our relationship was never going to work, like love must not be real. It was a sign, and that's like how he responded to his parents splitting up. Yeah, I really think Bennett gives me that vibe because. Me too. And 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 this is not a bad thing. Like I'm not even someone who like thinks like p- if you cheat you're a bad person. Uh but uh, but like most cancer men, so again, they cheat on or they 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 have this one really great moment, ends in heartbreak and then from then on they struggle to stay in a relationship because they are too afraid of it and they end up kind of being Casanovas. Like cancer men can be super very much like playboy types that's like a very underrated sign that can end up like that and i have witnessed this with so firsthand and anyway bennett was just screaming that to me without screaming it directly he was screaming it and i think that's also why he is such an easy one to clock all the other wrong reasons dudes you feel yeah Mm mm-hmm Like, he's so there for the right reasons that Mm -hmm. everyone else must not be. Well, and no, and he has been doing stuff for the wrong reasons before and is now able to sniff it out of other people in a situation. Ooh, you're right, actually. I didn't even think about that. Yep. That's the very backhanded cancer stellium way of doing it. Oh my God. Either way, can't uh I remember it was so funny. I just remember when we looked up his chart, first episode, and <laughs> and I literally said, Wow, I'm really surprised. You told me you were like, guess what sign he is? I was like, no fucking way, he's not a cancer. Are you kidding me? I can't even imagine. And now it's like now it's, I can't imagine anything else. Fucking, it's so obvious. It's it's like he screams it. It's just beyond. So anyway, I'm intrigued to see how long he lasts and uh, mm-hmm, especially next episode. But anyway, what's good? What's next? We have the uh, we have our nighttime outf- nighttime vibe. And I mentioned that this is a very strange outfit for Tasha, But then I guess I was like, I guess it's a swimsuit. But it's like a swimsuit and a cover up that's like pants. That's not pants. I don't know. It was a weird moment for her. Why did we give her a very but She's weird... just so hot and she can get away with Oh my god, I know she's so hot and the color looked so good. She looks so good in that baby blue. It was just amazing. Um 
But and then yeah, so talking about that engagement, we we have his parents, blah blah blah. Taisha then talks to Blake, asks him about what one thing his ex would warn him about, and he says nothing. <laughs> the worst. I hate. I hated this response because he didn't answer the question. He deflected the question in an imperfect Leo way, which was, "Oh, I'm friends with all my exes. So I would never treat a woman poorly." Not even that. He says it's important to be with to be friends with all of his exes, and I think that I firmly that's disagree with that. Very fucking weird. Like, like. <laughs> I think that's the least important thing for me to worry about. Right. And I also, I think it's like, I think it's cool. You know, I think it's a cool thing if you're friends with your ex. Like, that's not a problem for me. But to to be like, oh, I'm friends with all my exes. That's just like, what? That's like also a red flag to me. Like, I no, I agree. More of a red flag to me than being like, oh, I'm not friends with any of my exes. Well, that's what I mean about it. Like him saying it's important. Like if you if you become friends, if you maintain a friendship with an ex, that's fine. Yeah. But that shouldn't be a focus. That shouldn't be important. That shouldn't be a concern of yours to like maintain a relationship with this person. Like that's weird. Yeah, it was a very strange moment for Blake. And also, again, Blake is just – I just – in the beginning, he was giving me much more like I'm trying to be front runner vibes, but he's just fucking faltering. He's not doing it. He's fumbling both, both with Claire and Taisha. I don't think he's going to last much longer with Taisha. Has she even – I mean, did you? Did they kiss? Like, have we seen – I don't know. Who knows? Um, then we – what's next? Um, I'm bored of Blake, whatever. Oh, we get Riley. Riley. And Riley is just like – Riley. I like Riley because I think Riley's a nice man, but like I now at this point think Riley's just kind of a suck up. Like I, I can't and, really like, – He gives me too much of like – uh he's just giving me too much masculinity is the key vibe and like he literally is like oh yeah see i listen to you like i remember what you said i remember you five kids five kids i'm like yeah that's like right one fact she told you like it's not that fucking hard to remember especially when you only have all day long to think about it constantly <laughs> literally what else are you doing other than going over everything she's ever said yeah. um kenny and Tasha talk and it's stupid she's just like he's like haha like i'm a little smart assy and she's like well would you be smart assy around my parents and he's like uh, uh no and i'm like okay kiss of death uh i can't imagine kenny meeting anyone's parents no kenny is the most gemini dumbass man i've ever seen and i hate it <laughs> um damar says that his worst fear is divorce that's pretty much the only blip we get from him uh and then we have hot tub time with zach and i hate this they look physically uncomfortable because it's probably like 115 degrees outside still in the dark and they're in a hot tub like they're not even and also like they're like sitting like like they're literally sitting next to each other like arms straight out like just boards because it's just like but that's it like think about if i'm you can't like will be hot You can't, like, face each other and be close on, like, that curved thing. Plus, it's all stone. Like, you cannot get comfortable. Yeah, and they That's needed the to still worst be mic'd. place. Yeah, they had to still be mic'd up somehow. Like, there was... Like, Brendan's head just, like... Or Zach's head just, like, floating above the water. so funny. He's talking weird. with his hands. Um, But he basically, like... Honestly, like... Zach is starting to get on my nerves because he doesn't really say anything. Like, he's just, like oh, I'm nervous around you. I want to build something with someone. I'm ready for it. And she's like, what scares you about marriage? And he goes, life happens. And I just want someone to experience like 
the hard stuff with of life with i'm just it, like it it's just not like giving me much so i've made a note that it's not editing like it's i've because we've watched it happen like two of them talking like seeing the things coming out of the mouths with the lips moving right. and whatever both people in shot is it just me? And it's like a really genuine question, like, because maybe I'm just hypersensitive to it, but are the men like cutting her off um, often? I think that Zach for sure. Uh, I think some some of them I think are for, are definitely because they're a little over eager. It seems like overwhelming. Yeah. To me. And I think it's because too, they're like, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think, but I, I will say, I think Zach does it more often i've noticed it with him the most well yeah this is where like it kind of woke me up to it and yeah. then i was like wait a minute mm. and i'm I not like sure I, yeah exactly i'm just not sure i like his vibe as much it's just really interesting but he says he wants a rock in his relationship again all of these very generic things that aren't like that deep compared to the other conversations that were had that night uh he is nick Vial. like when you said that, I was like, whoosh, holy shit. Like, because I've been seeing him as very, like, he reminds me of Matthew McConaughey and like a, yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just like this cool vibe. Like, I got this. But when you said Nick Bial, that's what his gameplay reminds me of. That's what, like, but like definitely down just the way he talks and like his inflections. There's that's a, crazy a, but, to me. But like, the way that he's going about this game, it's just, I, 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 yeah. Oh, I agree. Don't get me wrong. I agree. It's an interesting game. Uh, but anyway, they make, um, he's been playing the like level-headed father figure to all the guys and then like giving Tasha exactly what she wants at the same time. Yep. Yep. Well, they make out a lot. Uh, she gives the rose to him after dangling it in front of Bennett and Blake and then Bennett's face just dropped. Yeah, like I think that, the, like that was just that. That I I also thought that that conversation was not worthy of the rose. But they're getting. I agree. But they're. I'm nervous. They're kind of getting that edit. That little. Uh, that edit for the uh, top two. Well, I mean, after the what's coming next week, we know that there will be a two on one. Uh huh. But anyway, um, so we're back and Ben is stressed about talking about Tasha and is like going to go see her. And then this is where the like hijink comic relief happens amongst good romantic stuff. <laughs> Those fucking uh, producers. No, led the producers, him. The led him. So dirty. Chris Harrison's villa. So dirty. That poor man, Ed. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's both Ed and Ben are talking about how they're going to go see Tasha and how they want to uh, make up for lost time with her or whatever, Ben specifically. Um, so we get them walking simultaneously, like edit clips of them. And Ed knocks on the door first, but then we open it up the door and it's Chris Harrison and he invites Ed in for a drink after Ed is like, oh, I was looking for Deja. Is she around? And I swear to God. It was so fucking If weird. I close my eyes, he sounds exactly like Ross Geller. Yeah, it's 
disturbing. I hate, I, I hate his like one little squinty eye and the way it's just like I don't know why his face, head, everything. It's like a weird like swollen. It's like a weird like um Ross Geller meets Johnny Bravo meets like Fonzie. Yes. Yes. Like hey. hey. Like <laughs> the bonds. Um but anyways, drinking oh, with Chris. And um <laughs> Christmas. Is- I just love that they're putting these like sketches in here. Yeah. Like the the yes. fact that that moment happened and I believe that Ed was not prepared for it makes me just Yeah, Ed giddy. definitely looked genuinely surprised because the producers told him he was going to Tasha's room. But like you knew like Chris Harrison was definitely in on it and like everyone else was in on it except for Ed. So him showing up it's just Oh, for sure. Imagine how betrayed he felt in that moment. It was fucking funny as shit. I will no I no it. doubt. So uh but yeah, so we get we get Ben who makes it into Tasha. And we get a whole 2.30 a.m. rendezvous, which that's why I know – yeah, Chris is the one who mentions that it's 2.30, which is wild. Oh, yeah. I hate the timing on this. Yeah. Like, it, it's also wild because they they've definitely had – I mean, I guess they probably already had Tasha up really early or, like, really late to, like, do interviews and bullshit like that. But it still bothered me thinking about how they had Tasha literally just, like, in her room waiting for these men to come into her. Like. Ugh. And you know that she's going to have like a 6 a.m. call time to get into yep. makeup. Yep. They get no sleep. They're still trying to be like, how can we give you as much or as little sleep as possible with as much stress in this confined environment where we're not traveling you and giving you jet lag? I mean, <laughs> shit, they're the best at it. They are. They know Professional. Uh, Anyway, Ben starts groveling. He starts apologizing. Uh, she kind of gets on her little lecture moment. Um and it's just like generic like i wanted you to fight for me and like i don't want anyone to wait around and feel like they are comfortable but it was like the redemption that needed to happen for it to make sense for him to move forward like if she kept keeping him without this happening it would have been absurd yeah definitely like it needed to all happen she had to lecture him but it's go we go back and forth here between we toggle back and forth between taisha and ben uh, and it's literally only Tasha scolding, Ben groveling, nothing exciting. Um, and, but then Ed goes back to Chris and they're just like so fucking awkward. Uh, and then it's just like crickets, but then we're back to Ben. Ben makes a joke about how it's a flaw in his species, like the male species to have fumbled, like fucked up like he did. And then they make out. <laughs> yeah, she like that. Honestly, like that was a good one on his call. But yeah, they make out, and the door. There's a knock on the door, and we assume it's going to be Ed because at that point Ed pieced out from Chris, and but nope, it is a room service, which is the quote nightcap that Ben never got to have with her. And they, yeah, they have a little drink and she compliments him. And this is another moment where we mentioned that it's a game. She says, that was a good, that was a good move on his part. Showing up at my door. Good play on his. She literally said that. And I was like, oh, I mean, like I said, like, I think she just really liked him and like 
needed to give herself an excuse to forgive him because she said all of it. And like, she, cause she wants the bold man, you know what I mean? Right. And like, she can want him, but like, she needs him to step it up to justify keeping him. Cause like we've set the precedent. Right. Exactly. It's bold. Right. Tasha wants bold. Uh, so anyway, that's that. And Ed starts looking around and, again and says he doesn't find a room. So he gives up like Poor a little Ed. fucking dumbass. <laughs> I just feel so because he, it's Ed, it's not your fault. Like you're just so trusting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Poor man. Anyway, now we are back to Noah and he calls the men weenies again. Yes, and this is <laughs> this is when he says weenies, which I just I I oh god. I hate it. Um, but he says he didn't expect the passive-aggressive jabs from all the men, uh, and then says that the sooner some of these guys are gone, the better. Which, that is not a good thing to have on record on this show, buddy. The producers are absolutely like, they heard that and were like, yes, villain! Which is so sad, because I get it. Like, you want to be the last man standing. Of course you want everyone to go home. Yeah. But of course that, you do. But you can't say, you can't you say gotta, it yeah. in that. You gotta keep he it He said yourself. it in terms of calling them weenies. No, I know. So I'm saying, like, you need to just keep it under your hat. Like, everyone feels that way. You just need yep. to shut up. Also, I can't help but think about um, Weenie Hut Jr. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and uh, especially because what, fuck. The chum bucket, or what was the other? Wait, what's it called? Not the chum bucket. The chum bucket, that's Plankton's. Uh, Weenie Hut Jr. What's the big one? It's like the, the where they, we have to wait in line for the strong. What's that What's that bar called? It's almost like the grown-ass man challenge versus the weenies. Oh, my God. It's like this, again, this masculinity in this season is a lot for me. We need manly men. Hmm. I want a man, not a boy. Which I, I mean, and, I get it. Or, or even Claire. Dale is a man. That's a man for showing up for me. Oi. Uh, anyway, um, Ed then mentions and predicts adic- accurately that Noah is going to go all out because he's safe tonight for the cocktail party. Um, and I, <laughs> I threw a random comment in on my notes because Damara's talking about Noah. And I just was like, Damara's so sexy and so slept on and I will die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think you'd be alone. No, he's so he's great. Um, he's great, yeah. Bennett, Bennett calls Noah juvenile. Tasha comes in and thanks them for putting themselves out there, fighting for her this week. Ben immediately steals her first responder and is like, "This is me showing up." Which I that that line bothered me from my boo Ben because that is something that. I've heard from men before because I don't like it's like it's really annoying when you're like hey boyfriend it bothers me that you like did this one thing and I'd really like it if you could do this differently next time and then the next second that they get to they say look at me I did it I did it and you're like that's what I mean like the overcorrection is yeah. just like 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 after like you're honestly, overcorrecting honestly he did not like after because he said he was like great I'm gonna try like he said in their one-on-one moment, like, great, I'm going to try really hard to like show you that I want to be there. That's all he needed to do. He needed to take her. I, I agree. He should have been the first one to take her. Loved that for him. But all he needed to do was be like, oh, I missed you. 
in just this one day apart. You didn't need to fucking make it about, look how good I'm doing, doing what you said. Um, right. No, I know I know what you, I, exactly what you mean. Anyway, Brendan, I mean, Brent, not Brendan. Like, actions speak louder than words, yeah, so just exactly. do it. Like, just do it. Don't, like, and that knocked him down a peg for me there. But whatever, he's still sexy as fuck, I don't care. Um, But he, <laughs> I, he just gives me, like, very lost puppy vibes at this point. A lot of these men are giving me, like, puppy vibes with Tasha. I signed up for his newsletter for his new business so I can keep tabs. Wow. I'm committing. I'm obsessed. That's it's called – Yeah, I saw – But I'm going to bleep that out because no free brand deals. Yeah. and uh, but, <laughs> but, but but we have to be deep in the pit to always be aware. Um, right, of course. Anyway, uh, Riley – Then we see a Riley with a relationship contract – I hate this. And it's like, I guess it's because he's like a lawyer. So like, haha. But like, no, that's not. But this also is not like, the look, right look. she's locked into ABC. She's yeah. not signing shit. Uh, like, come on, buddy. Uh, and then, okay, wait a minute. I need to know and I need you to help confirm this. And if you don't know, I will literally rewatch the episode tomorrow to double check. But what? Was Brendan wearing a skirt? Did you fucking see? There was right. They they had barely a brief Brendan moment. It was just like, oh, I missed you. He was like, I missed you. Like you're. And she was. He was like so calm or whatever. But they had a brief moment where they did a zoom out, like, and it was just like it showed them from afar. And he was. It was not shorts. It was not pants. And it looked ruffly. I will do research. And if Brendan was wearing a skirt, then I'm going to need Brendan to fuck me immediately. Like, it was such a quick. Oh, if that's the moment. case, then like Brendan for mm. Brendan for the crown. Brendan, Brendan for, for Bachelor forever, every year, every Bachelor until he's married. <laughs> like, so, because I like, and I actually am pissed because I meant to. I think I wrote or I, I meant to double check if there was a ro- I was like if there's a rose ceremony and we get to see him walk up to get a rose like I need to double check to see if he's wearing oh it God. and then I didn't notice so I have to like I probably didn't show it I don't I, and I think because I think it was a I think it was a black roughly slightly longer than knee length skirt like it was or like really it wouldn't surprise me if he was wearing a skirt in ABC of, of per- all of the ones he would be the one I think but it wouldn't shock me if ABC purposefully like clipped the footage. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. if they were like, mm, we can't tell you what to we wear. Totally. You, but- yeah, we'll show you sitting there really quickly. But like, nope. Uh, bye. Yeah. But I, I think that I'm gonna have to rewatch to see because I need to know. Um, because also like bad bitch patrol from Brendan. But if not, I'm intrigued to what it was on his lap. If it's not a skirt. Because I'm intrigued to know, like, if it's not a skirt, like, what kind of shorts are you rocking? Are you wearing it? Is there a blanket? I, like, there's nothing. I don't. I don't understand what's happening. So, um, anyway, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll that was out. that was there was literally nothing relevant, uh, really, or nothing important during Brendan's conversation, other than that potential skirt. Um, anyway, then <sighs> Noah. I have many feelings on this interaction because you first. we have already had some shit-stirring interactions happening where we have a tattle going on to Tasha, right? We had Ed and Chasen, but 
as annoying as Ed is to me, Noah annoys me more because this tattle was a fucking lie. Like it was a pansy ass shit stirring tattle lie that he knew he could tell because he was safe with that rose because we see, I mean, okay. From what the producers have shown us, what we see The men have been shit-talking Noah and Noah's age and Noah's bullshit. They're not shit-talking Taisha's integrity. They're not shit-talking Taisha giving Noah a rose. They're shit-talking Noah getting the rose on a date he wasn't invited on. But he's not – they're not saying like, oh, Taisha did this and we are not happy with Taisha. They're all saying they're not happy with Noah. And he is turning this into – It's been implied that you gave me the rose to shake things up. That the men are telling him that he is, uh, you know, doing this or like, you know, that he shouldn't have hot the, whatever. And I'm like, I am not pleased with this because this is like, this is some immature behavior. This is, he's 25, right? This is exactly the kind of behavior that I was used to on Hannah Brown season with all their dumbass young boys. And you know what I mean? Like where they sit there and they sit down and they completely fabricate what actually is being said to them to make it be like, mm-hmm, and then, cause it, it's proven because, because this is my contrast to Ed, Ed, when he shit talked to Tasha, he said to Tasha exactly what we saw Chase and say to Ed, and then he turned back around and told Chasen exactly what he said to Tasha. He didn't give a fuck. He was blunt as shit. And he was real about it. And Chasen got fucking sent home and no screen time this episode. Uh, or barely any screen time this episode. Except for when he was talking in relation to Noah. Um, so anyway, I'm just not pleased with this. And then he says this one thing. He goes... I'm not here to tell on guys. I'm not here to fight the house. Um, but you're exactly doing that. And then he goes, a lot of guys so, who do think this don't do great with confrontation. He said that to Tasha, which is basically settling himself into being in a position where he doesn't have to confront the men because he told Tasha, oh, well, you know, they don't like confrontation. So I'm not telling on them, them to this to them. I, this whole thing was just some Scorpio shady bullshit. I was not pleased. So please, so yeah, I t- agree. <laughs> I agree that it was shady, and I think that he is absolutely immature, especially compared to Ed, in the sense that Ed is more upfront and more blunt about it. But I think that while what he said was exaggerated, it wasn't exactly untrue. I don't think that he was repeating things to Tasha exactly as he heard them, but I can absolutely believe that he, in his mind, like took what the men were saying because even Ed says it like after Tasha confronts the men and then all of the men confront Noah Ed says like that rose is bullshit and it's like well in in I'm not agreeing with it and I'm not like it's immature like mental gymnastics that can get from point a to point b but I can see Noah being like okay so you think that I shouldn't have it therefore you are questioning her judgment and giving it to me yeah it it's it yes I I can see how that leads to that but my, and, he de- and yeah. I, it would make sense if he was talking about Ed when he was like, the person doesn't do well with confrontation because 
Ed does tend to like when he gets himself going, he just tends to go. Yeah, he's definitely a Sagittarius, as he we found out. He doesn't listen. <laughs> as we found out, you found out via DMs. I forgot we completely didn't mention that. Uh, how you oh, DM yeah. DM'd Ed and we're like <laughs> I reached out to Sir Ed directly because Sir his is the Ed. only sun sign that we were missing. We have everyone's pretty much comprehensive birth chart except for Ed's because I could not find his birthday anywhere no matter how deep I was digging so I just asked him what his sign was and he did me better than I was even I I just asked him what his sun sign was and he said that he didn't know what his sun sign was but then he gave me his exact birthday and we know his age because he mentioned it on the show and if he's a Sagittarius then he hasn't then he's turning 37 this year so it's like great cool I can Fucking do the math and find out how old you are. It takes no time at all. He is also so st- – like, how the fuck – I literally cannot – very nice. With men being like, I don't know my sign. Bitch, yes, you do. He, you know, There's no way he doesn't. You're ridiculous. There's no way he doesn't. But anyway um, – But he was incredibly sweet and didn't question it at all. I promised him that it was for educational purposes. Um, and he just was very forthcoming with the information. So I appreciate him just kind of giving me what I needed. Yep. But either way, I will say that – so I, I agree with you on that. Like, yeah, it could lead down to that path of like, well, it's Tasha's integrity on giving that rose out. However, Noah, when he went back to talk to the men, they were like, oh, what was your conversation? He was like, it was good. Things, had, things were said that I needed to be said. And oh, no, then, he was in over his head. Oh, because he was he was a child dealing up. with men. Like, don't yep. get me wrong. He fucked. This all is a child dealing with men. Yeah, because again, but I don't think that he. I think he was like stirring the shit in a, in an attempt to like make shit hit the fan. But I don't think that he was like I'm going to lie and then was, use yeah. that to make shit stir. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think his intention I was think- to like fake it. I just think he was misguided as hell. Well, and the other thing is, is he's a Scorpio. And as someone with who's ruled by a Scorpio placement, I understand where, like, he's not. So in his mind, he's not lying. Uh, right, 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 right. But, yeah, that's what I mean, though. It's, it's like he is definitely twisting truth a little. No, exactly. So it's exactly. It's, he's, being a, he's being very, very smartly manipulative. However, He's being smartly manipulative to Tasha to get her pissed at all the men, but he's not being smartly manipulative as far as dealing with the men later because then he comes, like I said, he comes in trying to pretend like nothing happened when he talked to her. Then when she comes in all pissed, she lectures the men um, and then literally she is like, I don't like fuck with this and then after she lectures the men and it's just like i don't you know if, if you don't like any of this you can go you can be out like you can i'll show you the door if you're gonna be questioning me you can leave all the men are confused and they're literally like did i miss something because yeah that it, it, it seems like a little full-blown fucking switch flipped and um so it was just like who was the last person who talked to her and Noah was trying to be so fucking. He was wondering, like, can I get away with it? Yep. Do I have to say something? Because if I have to say something, I have to say it right now. Yep. And it was embarrassing because he, this is a guy, like, he's like, well, uh, yeah, I guess it was me. 
And they go, well, what did you say? And he's like, well, what do you want to know? Which is the most Scorpio fucking response. But also, like, that's how you knew immediately that he was in over his head. Like, I don't want to say that – I don't want to, like, compare Taisha and the men, but, like, he's out of his league with the men, whereas, like, he knew exactly how to manipulate Taisha, but he has no idea what he's doing in a room full of complex personalities. Yeah. And it was just, like, insane watching him try to, like, rationalize in his head, like, uh, well, there are things that don't need to be brought up. Like, there are things that happen in life that you can just be like, okay, and then, like, not think about it again. Like, there are certain things that don't need to be discussed. And, like, all of those men are like, okay, cool. So, like, some – obviously not what he said because he is twisting things in his mind. But the men are like, okay, like, something happened, but, like, not enough to – bring it to her attention not enough to upset her like this like what the fuck are you doing yeah and i think in that moment he was like i can't come back from this yep it was like he fucked up he really did because because um as jason mentions later when he gets sent home noah's not going to be happy tomorrow because this shit this he doesn't real again every tattler it is you you are you are screwed you know you're not going to make it you are not going to win tattlers don't win and well it's also the age-old like your rose only lasts a week yep yep and once that rose ceremony is over the guys don't care about the dates from last week because every rose ceremony be like yeah there's a fresh start coming so if you had just waited it out like two more days no one would have given a fuck yep and they're all ready to fuck with you buddy but anyway um the so, age-old pick-your-battles. Yep. Easy is getting involved, and he says that there's an issue, then say it here. All of the men start calling bullshit on him. He says he can't stand uh, – uh, oh, I was like, he can't stand up to this that he because he's looking – he's literally looking scared, like his face. So good. Easy and Ed are totally the ones going at him the most, and um, most of the men did not get to talk to her. They, like, all raised their hand about, like, who didn't get to talk to her. Um, and then Bennett is like, tells straight up tells Noah that talking to him is like arguing with a 14 year old and multiple other men agree. Uh, there's 0% chance you end up with Tasha, Bennett says. And he's very under, he honestly, like Bennett was like angry and very stoically angry with this. Like it was like an adult anger, you know, where it wasn't like, he wasn't like screaming and kicking and pissed off. He was like, dude, this is annoying. Like what the fuck? This also like kind of upset me though. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I feel Bennett like, is, I mean, because I, I guess, like, I would have expected from Bennett, like, a guy to just be, like, oh, like, those are little kids, like, let the little kids fight, you know what I mean? But, like, when you yeah. get, th- and I guess this is my issue, is, like, you're claiming to be so mature, and, like, you're above all of it, but, like, Bennett hopped in at the first available second, so it's, like, how mature are you really? And, like, I just expected more from you. Yep. And I just think I like mean, he, I because again, uh, we're getting him on the two on one because Chase and get it out too early. I just, ugh, I don't know. I feel it just left such a bad taste in my mouth because you know how much I love him, I but know. like I know personally that from if there if my partner is beefing with someone in a public spot in front of other people, regardless of if other people are beefing with that same person, I expect my partner to like be fucking mature and civil and play it cool in public and then we can go home and like do what we want and talk shit in the privacy of our own home exactly don't some things don't need to be addressed really yep 
And but this is when he says the most cancer thing he could have ever said, which is so funny. Uh, he says that he isn't here for love, not for breastfeeding Noah. Because cancer rules, first of all, cancer is the mom and cancer rules the chest and breasts. So it's so funny to me that he said breastfeeding. Um, but well, it's like and he kept saying, like, I'm not here to babysit Noah. And like, I don't know what he thinks babysitting is like you're not watching him like you're just he you think he's a you know what i mean like it was right, just such yeah. a bizarre like it was strange thing for him to say thinking about the only way he could be like patronizing without being like oh this is my kid you know see bennett i love you but do better nah, be that grown-ass man they bennett gave you is- that award last week be the grown-ass man god yeah well this is exactly it this is i bet his downfall as the grown-ass man kiss of death but um, anyway, Zach is generally shocked about what's going down, but he has a rose, so whatever. Fuck you. Um, anyway, finally, we are at... Whoop, there goes my mic. <laughs> finally, we are at a rose ceremony at the end of an episode. Can you believe it? Oh, wait. I just had the thought that oh, yeah, the the um, idea of Tasha canceling the rose or like the cocktail party for the rose ceremony probably gave them like nom flashbacks of claire yeah literally like oh no like oh my god she's canceling it it's all over it's all over it's falling apart anyway sorry you were saying oh no you good um no but we're just uh we're we're wanting to a rose ceremony finally at the end of an episode can you believe it who got the first rose ben did Ben. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. But don't wait. Wait for it. Uh, before the rose ceremony, Chris is talking to – Chris Harrison is talking to Tasha, and he's uh, like – she's like, I can't believe that this all happened and all the men are like this. And he is literally smiling as she complains. He's just like, yes, good. Give me this drama. Oh, he loves that. That's why he was so comfortable during those awkward moments with Ed. He was just like feasting on his like – Oh, I have a comment about that with the outro, 100%. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yes, Ben is the first rose. Uh, she gives no speech before she just walks up and starts handing him out. So Ben first, easy next, Riley next. Interesting two choices, easy and Riley first too. Um, Brendan next and Bennett, then Blake. And then Kenny calls Tasha T in an interview, which was weird. Um, he called her T during the um, weird orgasm phone sex thing, too. Oh, yeah. Ew. Don't like it. Uh, I, I missed that. But I did not. Damar, it was uncomfortable. Damar and then Spencer and Ed. And Ed answers way too quickly uh, whenever she asks if he would accept that rose. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. He like, was speaking over her. <laughs> and then Chasen goes home. Kenny is gone, Jordan is gone, and then R.I.P. to our King Joe. You were too good for this. I I wrote – once I saw Joe, like, walk up and hug her, I wrote in all caps, like, Joe is gone, Joe is gone, Joe is gone. I couldn't yep. go I was on. so hype about Chase and leaving, though, that – and Kenny, honestly, I needed Kenny out. His star t- – I was – he was – Well, we knew. I mean, we knew that it was never going to be Kenny. Yep. And then the last moment of gameplay mention. So the third, 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 a third game is Noah saying that he doesn't want to be the villain in this, 
but I'm not changing. If anything, I want to kick it up a notch. He literally says, I don't want to be the villain in this, in this universe. He knows. He knows what he's playing. He knows what he's doing. It's it's too poetic. It's really like kind of the boundaries are fading. Mm. We are slowly becoming full game territory. The lines are being so blurred. Yep. And in the preview, the most notable thing is that we are going to get a Bennett and Noah two-on-one and probably a Zach one-on-one. I So what do you think is going to happen with the Bennett and Noah? I mean, I... I I'm assuming Noah's going to go home. I think Noah's going to go home. And I think that Bennett is going to pull out all of the stops to make sure he does not try to go home. And But uh, generally, I'm kind of in the in the game of – or I mean, I'm on the side of that. Um, a two-on-one is not really – not really going to be probable for either staying very long. I was going to say, I kind of have a feeling that both of them will be going. Yeah, I think that Whether Bennett, it's immediately or very soon after. Right, I think Bennett might might survive, but maybe make it out of the next pro ceremony. Right, because we always know that, like, you're on the two-on-one. Both parties on the two-on-one are on the two-on-one because they're both problematic. Yep, exactly. So you will both have to go. If you've qualified for the two-on-one, you will not be winning. I will say I think Sorry. he, like, likes Bennett a little bit more. Uh and I think that she just, enjoys playing around with Noah, like with the mustache and the, oh, you jumped and you wrestled for me. Yay. Like, I, but I think she does enjoy Bennett maybe, but I don't know. Maybe she's just like, I mean, for their makeout was they made out today though. So I, oh, oh yeah. Bennett. I have my top four in my mind already. I think for her. Who? I think it's going to be Zach. I think it's going to be Ben. I think it's going to be, um, uh wow i had what was my other third one um i think it brendan. oh brendan yes brendan and uh ivan yeah you have my exact top four and i think top two i could be convinced um but i'm pretty i'm i'm at this point i'm 100 percent on zach being in the top two and i think it could be zach and ben but only if Ben stops pulling his, you know, lost puppy, fall around obsessive act. Uh, but I could be convinced that it might be Zach. I like I could be, I could have a reason for it being Ben, Brendan, or Ivan in the top two with Zach. But at this point, I think Zach's in the top two. I kind of unfortunately think that Zach might win from at least the way that we're getting this edit. He's giving me like, like they're giving me similar Cassie vibes from Cassie and Colton season when she was very much like, she was like on dates and like she was doing things and narrating and saying stuff, but she wasn't involved in much in the house. Zach isn't really doing a whole lot. He's kind of laying low. Uh, he's popping up in his conversations, not even saying a whole lot, but we shall see. It's interesting because I feel the exact same way that you feel about Zach about Ben. Ooh, that Ben is the like I think it's percent top top two. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be Ben taking the whole thing and Ben definitely in the top two with the other, um, with the actual like final two being any of the other final four, I think. Any three of them could fit in that box. It's not going to matter, but I think Ben's going to take it because I think he is. I think like the reason why we had this whole moment tonight is because I think they're going to start showing him on the upswing. Yeah. Well, then I will definitely settle in on my fact that I think Zach and Ben are my top two, which is because unfortunately – she likes a bland white boy. Dinner. Speaking of a uh, white boy, so Chris and Ed, this outro with Chris and Ed is so funny because they are talking about how Ed says he's thinks it's crazy that he's having a drink with Chris Harrison because he's been watching him forever, which Chris I, is living for. Mm. But then <laughs> Ed goes, but like a little critique here. Which a fucking Sagittarius, of course. He's literally like going to give this unsolicited critique opinion for no damn reason. Bold as fuck. Blunt as fuck. To Dark Lord Chris Harrison himself. And he goes, uh, Chris, like, you you should, uh, the guys at the house, you know, we're like worried that you like don't knock on the doors anymore. You just like walk in. You know, the first time you came in, you knocked. But now you don't knock anymore. And Chris, like, laughs in a genuine way. Like, you can always tell when Chris is laughing at, at something in a true, like, this is funny that you're bringing this up way and not in a, like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, ha, ha, ha. I am stage laughing. Um, but he literally is, like, amused. And he's like, well, maybe, you know, I should do that. It is kind of funny that I don't do that. I don't knock, huh? But I kind of think at this point, I wrote down on my note, I wrote down the last thing I said is Chris is genuinely amused and surprised by this and will surely suck Ed's soul away now. <laughs> well, it's like for bringing up this critique, how dare you critique the Dark Lord himself? Well, that's the thing. There's no other option because he's now reminded Chris and everybody else that this is not, in fact, Chris's show. And he was like, I was so fucking close. They put me in like two sketches. I'm on Cameo. Like I'm – he is the star of the show in his mind. And Ed was like, yeah, it's so weird that you like didn't knock on our villa. Yeah, like come on. Like and you weren't Taysha. (laughs) Like Taysha can walk in whenever she wants, but not you, Chris, you plebe. I think that I need to – not, I don't need to meet Ed, obviously, but I think for me to, like, really understand and enjoy Ed, I would need to meet him because I get the feeling that he's really, like, sarcastic and dry, but they're editing him to, like, come off uh, annoying, like, more annoying than he would be in real life, if that makes sense. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Ed is just mm, – I'm excited for when he eventually is no longer on this season. Oh, likewise, likewise. This has been fun. Yeah. This is a good episode. Very full. Yeah, right? And we literally wrapped this shit in like under two hours. Like I am proud of us. But also this this episode wasn't as like jam fucking packed, especially because we had a long time. Like again, a lot of screen time for the Black Lives Matter conversation, which I am thrilled. So... But now I can't wait for them to barely mention it ever again. Well, uh, I don't know. we'll see with yeah. Matt James, even though Matt James is a Republican. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see how Matt James. I'm I'm not. I will be watching Matt James with an incredibly skeptical eye. Yes. 
um, not because of Wait, any reason other and there than was the a fact Matt that James, he's an outsider. And I forgot to mention, there was a Matt James promo during this ep- this episode. Did you see it? Yes, and I did see it. I think the notable thing I noticed was there was a woman dressed in a football costume. So I'm assuming that's either a costume entrance, limo entrance, or a date um, where they play football in full pads, like full pads. Um, and, Which they did on Peter's season. Yes. And then... There was a woman who did a limo exit in full-blown lingerie and a robe. Did you, I'm down for that. Did you see that? I mean, hell yeah. But I mean, that's my kind of extra. Yeah, I'm down like, for that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I love you and I'm going to go because I'm tired and I am also weirdly like my stomach is growling so hard. I'm going to like eat a snack before I go to bed. <laughs> Go eat your snack. I'm going – this will be – if you're listening to this, it's already Wednesday and this is put up at like 6 a.m. because I'm an overachiever. Yeah, you so, are. <laughs> I'm going to do a quick edit, which was probably just intro and like bleeping out some things. But yeah. And a worry. Anyway, yeah, follow me on all the things, Astrology Chef, and buy readings for your friends for Christmas. I've already had two people email me for that and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. That's a really good gift idea. Right? Highly recommend, guys, because Shannon's a fucking pro. I also just think like such a solid gift in 2020 when you can't like give people tangible stuff and also when like what the fuck do you get like what you, you know like this is a really weird year so it's like fuck it like mine as well. It's a really like I I hadn't even really considered it and then people and see, getting those emails I was like damn, dope. No, I think that's really smart and a really 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 good gift idea. Right? But anyway, all right. Well, good night. Bye. See you next week. Bye to everybody. See you next week.